Welcome to Murder, She Don't, the movie podcast where we watch horror films because he likes them. But she don't when we talk about them because uh, she does like talking. And he does too, as long as it's about horror films. Today we're going to talk about The Evil Dead, the 1981 film written directed by Sam Raimi starring Bruce Campbell. 81? I thought you said 83. Uh, According to Wikipedia, it's 81. Okay. I think on HBO it was 83. Maybe. I don't know. I think uh, I think also maybe it had uh, two releases. It might have because yeah, it might have been released twice. Content warning: gore, gore, uh, sexual assault from a tree, from a tree, gore, gore, lots and of gore, gore, and grits, icker everywhere. <laughs> icker, right? Is that the word? Icker, the fluid that flows like blood in the veins of the gods. Okay. A watery discharge from a wound. Milk. Milk and grits. <laughs> that's what you get. Yeah, this one's pretty gross. It's, it's got a lot of gross, uh, gooey yes. stuff. And uh, anything else? No. I covered most of it, right? And would you recommend this one? No, because there's no freaking chainsaws, dude. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. So, yeah, we'll we'll get to that in a little bit. There are no chainsaws. Yes. Uh, I would say, yeah, I recommend this one. This is a good movie. This is a really well-made for very cheap movie. There's tree rape in it. Yeah, no, okay, I'm not. I'm okay. not going to defend the tree rape. That that scene mm-hmm. is out of place and weird. And we'll get to it. But Ramy, you pervert. I feel like somebody was like, "Hey, you need to put something like kind of salacious and stuff in there." And he's like, "Oh, okay, I guess." Because like, it's not something really he does in his movies. <laughs> He's an asexual, and they said, put something <laughs> sexual. He goes, trees. I don't think he's asexual, but like, you know, like. <laughs> the stonin' and bonin' ain't a, yeah, an, ain't a the, theme in his movies. Yeah, no, like, I mean, you've seen uh, Drag Me to Hell, and you've seen the Spider-Man movies, you know, like, he's just, he's not a. Which Spider-Man movies? The Tobey Maguire? Yeah, he made the three Tobey Maguire movies. Okay. And he made Evil That's Dead, so Evil Dead like, 2. That's so, like, out of character for him. We also made the Wizard of Oz movie with James Franco. I have not seen that one. Yeah. I mean, like, he also made Dark Man, which was, like, a superhero movie in almost in the 90s with um, D- Liam Neeson. Didn't see that one. Oh, you didn't see that one. I like that movie. Anyway, so the <laughs> Evil Dead, though. We're talking about the Evil Dead. And the tree rape, yes. Yes. So, idea behind uh, uh, Evil Dead there are five college students on their way into an old abandoned cabin in the woods. Didn't even know they were college students. Go ahead. <laughs> I guess. Anyway, they go out to the cabin in the woods. It's a very creepy old cabin. And there's monster stuff. <laughs> there's there's a bridge that they cross mm-hmm. and get stuck on. And uh, What's his name? The, the Ash. Ash. Ashley, yeah. Yeah, what's the... Bruce Campbell. Yes, Bruce Campbell sticks his head out of the car and is like, oh, it's not that... <gasps> oh, my God, it's that bad. And they're, you know, Rear! and mm-hmm. get themselves out of it. And I don't know why there's a cat, but there's <laughs> apparently... A cat. They, they rev the engine to, mm-hmm. to get themselves out of the bridge situation. But basically, the bridge is destroyed and they can't pass back over it. And they're like, oh, we'll find a way out in the morning, basically. <laughs> Nuki. And so yeah, that's that's important because they it's this is over the course of one evening and there's a chain on a door that's in the floor that leads to the cellar. Mm-hmm. And 
why is there a chain? And so there's Cheryl, right? She's mm-hmm. the fifth wheel. There's two couples and a kid sister. And Cheryl is the kid sister. And so she's drawing a clock and then all of a sudden it stops. And that's when like her hand is possessed. And mm-hmm. so she starts like scribbling on the paper and she's like, what is this? And she comes to and her hand goes back to normal. Anyway, later that night. But she draws specifically a book with a face on it. Like it's not well done it's not like a good okay sketch cool because i just saw scribbles <laughs> it, it's it's very scribbly looking but if you know like once you've seen the book you're like oh okay that's what she was no nope, i saw the book i did not make no, that okay. connection yeah. she was drawing she was drawing the demon book the book of the dead uh yes the what is it notermo demento or something like that yes and one. so she keeps hearing voices join us join outside of the window and she's like what is happening and then something uh while they're having dinner Mm -hmm. which is strange because like i i never saw a kitchen in there but they're like sitting down for a home-cooked meal okay and as they're sitting there talking and and whatnot there is not much dialogue yeah no it's pretty there is pretty thin script there is more gore Mm -hmm. and squelching (laughs) than there is talking so the trapdoor, the trapdoor, the, the, the door cellar, the cellar door yeah. flies open and there's no chains on it now. Where did they go? And they're like, oh, there's an, there must be an animal in there. And if it, and they're like, oh, well, if it's. Scott's like an animal. That's the <laughs> stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> so he goes down with a flashlight and he's not answering and he's not like there's no noise. And they're like, oh, he's just messing around. And Ash gets a gets the lantern and goes down after him. And, you know, it's a very slow discovery of everything in this scene. And it's like, it's a pretty short movie, but this drags on. See, I, I was so impressed with the sh- shot composition and lighting in this movie. Like the, those beginning scenes when they're like building tension. That uh, Like this is his first movie and he's making... These amazing looking shots and his use of lights in this movie are, is so good to like throw certain areas in shadow and like have bright lights in other areas and it feels natural, but like movies. It you does know? not feel natural. I'm like, why is there spotlights on the wall of the cabin shining down on the thing? Like it doesn't look natural to me at all. It looks like, oh, they lit it for the movie. So this is important for the movie. And it's like when you notice lighting like that. In a movie, I don't count it as natural. And it's, they go down with a flashlight, but the, there's light bulbs in the cellar. And I'm like, I if there's light bulbs in the cellar, why do you need a freaking flashlight and a lantern? Anyway, so he goes down into the cellar and he opens up, like he hears the door slam. So he opens up this door that's an extra room in the cellar. This is where he finds the Book of the Dead. This is where he finds the dagger with the little skull on the end of it. A recorder with some tape on it. Like some old, like, reel-to-reel audio tape. So he's like, let's bring all this stuff up, up to upstairs with the girls. And so they do. And they start playing the... And it's storming outside. And they start playing the thing. And Cheryl gets really upset because he starts talking about, like, I have studied the graves of Kendor or whatever. And he's like, there's a ritual and there's a book with a face on it and blah, 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 blah. And he's like describing everything. 
and it's made out of human skin and blood. And she's like, this is creepy. Turn it off. And he's like, no, I want to listen to it. And so then he starts chanting in Sumerian like you do. He keeps playing it. And of course, the chanting on the audio reel to reel tape wakens the demons from around the thing. And he starts talking about how his wife is, is it here that he talks about that? Or is it later when they go back to play some more of it? I think it's here. Okay. But his, he says that my wife has been possessed, Mm -hmm. possessed by one of the demons of Kandor and blah, blah, blah. And like creepy stuff. And so Cheryl goes to bed and Ash gives his girlfriend a necklace with a magnifying glass on the end of it. And I'm like, are you saying she's a grandma? Like, is her eyesight that bad? Like what? There's no dialogue here to um, kind of speak to the, the significance of a magnifying glass. But something I do like uh, that Raimi does is they play a little game of cat and mouse. So he like has it on his knee when she comes back after checking on Cheryl and it's Linda, right? Uh, yes. Okay. So Linda's his girlfriend. Linda comes back after checking on Cheryl, who is his sister. And he has the jewelry box sitting on his knee and it's obviously for her, but he's pretending to be asleep. And so she like looks at him and he, his eyes are closed. And then she like goes to reach for the jewelry box and his eyes are open and watching her. And then she looks back at him and he closes his eyes. The reason I like this is that later on when she becomes a demon spoiler, uh, they do this kind of cat and mouse thing again of like every time he looks at her, her eyes are closed. But when he looks away, the demon's eyes pop open. And so I, I like that kind of parallel between the two moments but yeah it it didn't i wish there was more dialogue about the necklace because it's beautiful but there's no real significance to it so uh so cheryl keeps hearing join us join us outside of her window and she's like somebody's out there so she goes out in her robe and her nighty and is like is somebody out there i know somebody's out there i can hear you and she walks out into the woods a little bit And this is where the vines tie her down and tree branches come and rip her clothes off and then proceed to fuck her. And it's, you were like, it's not graphic, sir. It's pretty graphic. Sir. It it was more graphic than I remembered. Yeah. Yeah. So you see like a breast, like she's covering her boobs and the vine wraps around her breast and you see it climbing up her thigh. And then she's just like wide eyed and yeah, it goes for it and it's very uncomfortable. But now that she's been, you know, violated by a tree, she, uh, she runs back to the cabin being chased by this demon the whole way. And she's like screaming and like pounding on the door. Help me, help me. And she's grabbing for the keys that are hung above the door and they're caught on something. And then they drop and she goes to pick him up and Ash grabs her arm, which means he opened the door. So she, he let her in and she's like, I need to leave now. I need to leave now. You're going to take me to town. I need to leave now. And so he's like, okay, okay. So they get into the car, they try to leave, but the bridge is like completely gone or, like, they can't find the bridge or something. Yeah, I think the bridge is out. The bridge is out. So, 
he is like, well, I don't know another way. And she's like, they're not going to let us leave. I know it. They're not going to let us leave. And he's like, why don't we just wait till the morning? Like, he's trying to calm her down. She's obviously gone through something in the woods. And they're like, did somebody in the woods do this to you? The woods themselves did this to me. And like, she's beside herself, right? And how is she going to tell him? Oh, yeah, I was raped by a tree. Like, (laughs) what? Huh? Like, that's strange. And so she's embarrassed and and frightened and so they go back and you know they're all sitting there trying to to make the most of it and pass the time and they have cards and so linda and the other girl i forget her name uh there's linda cheryl and uh shelly shelly and they're like playing with the cards going hey do you know what card i'm holding up and She's getting it wrong, but the other girl is like, oh, yeah, you're right. Look at this. You have a gift. And then Cheryl um, starts saying the card, and she's not even looking at the cards. She's staring out the window. And then when she turns around, she's demon-faced and wide-eyed and <clears throat> white-eyed, like she has no pupils and um, or iris or anything. So... They're just completely white, and she's just like, Mah! and so they lock her in the cellar, like you do. After she stabs Oh yeah, um, uh, Linda in the ankle. Shell- oh, no, it is Linda. She stabs uh, Linda in the ankle, and Ash is like trying to fight her off of her girl off of his girlfriend and throws her into the cellar they lock her in the cellar and she's like i'm gonna get you blah 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 blah. so linda goes to like they put linda in a bed and she goes to sleep and i'm like what kind of painkillers did they have on hand for her to just be like ouch okay night night and like go to sleep so then they're like well we might as well sleep and i'm like what there's a demon in the cellar and you're gonna all go to sleep and catch a few you know hours of 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 shut eye like when there's a demon, like, confirmed demon in your house. Okay, whatever. So, <clears throat> Cheryl goes, not Cheryl. Cheryl's the demon. Shelly goes into her room and starts to turn in. And all of a sudden, she hears, she's like, there's something out there. I know it, Scotty. And Scotty, right? Yeah, Scott. Yeah. Okay, well, Scott. Yeah, she calls him Scotty. Yeah. She's at the window, and he's like, why don't you go to bed? And so she does. And then she looks out the window in her bedroom, and of course she hears the "Join us, join us" outside of her window, and so she's like at the window, going "What?" And something crashes into the window. He rushes in and is like, "Where are you? Where are you?" And then like, and there's a few moments of tension of going into the closet that has a curtain. He pulls it aside, and she's not there. So then he opens the other door, and then she grabs him and scratches his face and. Like starts to attack him, and he's like, "Ah!" So then he proceeds to beat the ever-loving crap out of her because he, she is a demon, and he cuts her up into little pieces and convinces Ash to bury her. So they do, and like, but he stabs her in the back with the the dagger, the dagger with the skull on the end of it, and she spits up milk. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, okay, that's how you kill these things. This is this is how, nope, she comes back. And then they try to figure out another way. Nope, they come back. And it's just like, so that's why he has to cut her up into pieces because she won't stop think, reanimating. Machine, when they went back and listened to it the second time, it says something about dismembering them. I have no idea. I, th- I think that's what it was, if I remember right. Anyway, so they bury her 
he uh ash comes back in and is talking to scott about like you know we we got to get out of here let me go check on linda he goes and checks on linda he pulls up uh, pulls up the sheet to check her foot and this is where her wound starts spidering out with the demon veins and so he looks up and there she is like the prettiest demon you will ever find <laughs> she has like you know exaggerated makeup but it's she's supposed to be the pretty one so she's just like giggling at him and he's like oh god no and so he goes and checks on scotty and cheryl is like i think scotty is is wanting to leave at this point because remember he runs out into the woods oh yes oh that's right he he's like i have to leave right now Mm -hmm. and so he's like i'll hike if i have to and so he goes out comes back and has his arm broken like his legs all tore up with the bone sticking out of it so it's he's clearly not doing well so then ash is on his own to defend himself against his girlfriend, who's a demon, and his sister, who's a demon, knowing that he just buried one of his friends who got chopped into pieces by her boyfriend, and he buried her. And, like, <clears throat> that's a lot for Ash to carry. Um, and he he does it pretty well. Um, and so, yeah, he starts defending himself and basically throws Linda out of the house and is like, oh locks the door and is like i'm done with her and he turns around and he starts pouring water into scott's mouth and he's like man can you you know he i forget what he says here but it's something along the lines of to go home or something like yeah that. like i can't wait until all of this is over with and can you believe all three of the chicks turned into demons and something along those lines and the water's just like pouring out of his mouth because he did and so he's like, no, Scott, no. He's more upset about Scott dying than any of the girls. And one of those girls is is his girlfriend. And the other one of his gr- those girls is is his sister. Like, uh, what? And he, like, sat there and watched his best friend dismember his girlfriend. And it's just like, what? Anyway, so Ash is not mentally all there yet, like all there anymore. And so he, he, you know, he's trying to come up with a plan. And so he, at one point, oh, Linda comes back in. That's right. She breaks in again and is attacking him. And so he chains her up and brings out the chainsaw. And I got real excited there for a second. And then he's like, no, I can't do this to her. And so he decides to bury her alive in one piece. And so he takes the chains off of her. And this is the the back and forth of the demon and the, like, he's he's looking at her and she looks peacefully, eyes closed, normal. And then he looks away and she opens her eyes and she's a demon. And so he digs a hole, puts her in, buries her sees the magnifying glass necklace laying in the grass so he goes to pick that up and before he can she like grabs him or i guess he does and then she grabs him because he does have it later he has to fight her after burying her she like comes back uh and he decapitates her and has to run away runs into the cabin uh cheryl has escaped the cellar I forget I don't forget the exact way it happens, but Cheryl comes back and starts attacking him. He 
shoots her with the shotgun that they found in the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, found he has to go back down to the cellar for the shells. Yeah, he Scott has also comes back here. Uh, they ha- he has to go back down to get the the shells. Um, Deadite Scott and Deadite uh, Cheryl keep attacking. Deadite? Yeah, that's what they end up calling these type of The zombies. demons? The, okay, The cool, demons, cool. yeah, they're called Deadites. Um, and whatever. Uh, the, they wrestle, the Book of the Dead gets near the flame and starts, like, getting and lit catches up. catches on fire. And he sees that, like, oh, the demons are starting to smoke when it's close to it. And so, like, he's wrestling with them and has to, like, use the necklace to, like, hook onto the book to, like, try to throw it back into the fire, which he does after getting the absolute crap kicked out of him. Mm -hmm. And then we get a very nice long sequence of the demons, like, melting. Um, Well, first their hair falls out, and then their skin pulls back, and then you're like, okay, they've stopped moving, it's done. No, then come the the jello and the ooze, and then come the grits, and then comes the, like, moss, and then come the bugs. (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. Uh, I just thought it was neat that, like, when their hair is falling out, it's like, you can see the clips of film, like, being pulled, do you know what I mean? Like, like you can see, like, it's very amateurish, but, like, in a fun way. It reminds me of, like, um the special effects, like, on a, a kid's show in the 80s, you know what I mean? Like, it was just mm-hmm. very simple. And then, like, the stop motion, almost Play-Doh-looking melting of the skin that's overlaid with some film, like, some of the film is there as well, because, like, the bugs are crawling through it, uh. like, the stop motion is in the background there, and it's, it's like, interspliced with the, each other, it just looks really neat. Um, yeah, but he sets fire to the book, and... I, I mean, I will say that for Raimi, like, I hate gore, but he does it pretty well mm-hmm. for this being his first movie, so, like, if you, if you like gore... This is this is the this one. This is very splattery. Yeah. Yes. Uh, then all that happens after that is ashes. The sun's rising. Ashes leaving, and birds are chirping. Of, yeah. <laughs> the point of view monster that, like, you never see that you you have the point of view of the monster that has happened throughout the movie. Uh, runs up on him and he goes ah very very loud like. <laughs> You think of Bruce Campbell's voice nowadays, and it's like, hey, I'm Bruce Campbell. And this, he's like, hey, I'm Bruce Campbell. Like, he's such a kid in this movie. <laughs> he is baby-faced, yeah. And, like, his voice isn't super set yet, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's just, I don't know. He's he's such a little kid in this one. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, that's Evil Dead. What do you think of Evil Dead? There was no chainsaw harm. No, that's in part two, yeah. Yeah. I was expecting the chainsaw arm. I remembered there being violation mm-hmm. of the tree yes. scene yeah <sighs> i hate i hate that i don't i don't it, like it that. feels so out of place in the movie like yeah it doesn't it's it's incongruous yeah like the rest of the movie like while the monsters are like not fun they're still demons trying to hurt people like it's less like this is kind of gross and exploitative even yeah. for this you know yeah. what i mean like sure it's a splatter film but like and of course, you're gonna see boobs, but like this is the way they do it. It just it feels off. It doesn't feel like it feels like somebody was like, "Hey, we need we need some boobs in the movie." And I don't know. It might it, he may have been like, "Oh, this is gonna this is gonna rock everybody's world." That might have been his what what he wanted to do, but it just felt off. It feels off in the movie. It doesn't yeah. work very well. Um, the special effects of it are cool looking. The way the like branches twist around her arm and leg and stuff. And I'm like, 
how do they pull that off? That's pretty interesting for the okay. early eighties. That's that's great. The tying her down part because I mean it's demons, right? Yeah. Like they're meant to harm and torture, but rape? Like why does it have to turn sexual? Why can't it just like whip across I, her back and like slash her open? I agree. It's you weird. And I, I'm not a big fan of that part. No, not at all. Um, but yeah, I mean. I'm excited for part two because I want to see. <laughs> but the whole time I'm thinking like, oh, my God. Like, can you imagine the police report after this? <laughs> well, yeah, they, they actually kind of explore that in the TV show they made of this where <laughs> everybody thinks he's like this psycho who murdered all his friends. Well, in the yeah, cabin. like that's how, how do you explain Ash, it? Or Ash, slashy Ashy or Ashy Slashy or I can't remember which. but Slashy Ashy would be better than ashy, ashy slashy. slashy it might be ashy, ashy slashy oh that's horrible but if you never watch the tv show if you like the evil dead stuff you should watch the tv show it, it was on netflix last i knew so yeah get on that it's fun i'm not i'm not a fan of 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 this one i'm gonna give part two a chance just because you know i i am a fan of the musical mm-hmm which being, is kind of a blend of the two. Being that i've only heard the musical i like the soundtrack do you remember like you I, got me that in college. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I, I special ordered it from from a record store that doesn't exist anymore. That I walked to between <laughs> classes, like it was just it was, yeah. I like that memory. So I have a special place in my heart for it because of that. But like, I still probably remember the all one. the lyrics. Like I listen to that <laughs> nonstop. And hey, if you're in the Central Texas area, there is a, a theater. Um, in New Braunfels called Circle Arts Theater that is going to be doing Evil Dead the Musical later on this year. And this is early enough that if you pay attention to their website, you could probably audition for it if you are interested in that as well. Mm -hmm. Um, He and she will definitely be watching. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're definitely (laughs) going to go see that. Absolutely. Probably multiple times if we can get babysitters. But um, yeah, like I... I want the chainsaw arm, so I'm going to give it the second part. I don't know that I can watch the TV show, though. Oh, no. I'm not going to make you watch the TV show. I do want to watch the second one, The Army of Darkness, which is the third one. And then they did a remake of this, which was like where Ash is a girl. Okay. And it's, I think Sam Raimi, he didn't direct it. I think he was an executive producer on it, though. I think Bruce Campbell was also. And that one is... It's gory. It's mm. like even to compared to this one. Um, I don't know who, but I remember t- like uh, hearing the story when I worked at the comic shop many times of uh, one of the friends of the comic shop watching the movie and vomiting because it was just so gory. Oh god, I, I gore is not my thing. It is like I thought the remake of the Evil Dead is good, was remarkably good for what it was, but it's been a few years since I've seen it, so you know, yeah. we'll we'll get to it eventually. Yeah, but this one, eh. So yeah, I like this one a lot. The, the the tree violation scene is, I've always been uncomfortable with it. I've never liked it. And it's one of those ones of the, where you're like, hey, this is a really cool movie. Try to ignore this scene. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't don't think this is the indicative of the rest of the movie. Uh, I do think this is not as good as the second one, which mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get to hopefully soon. But it is, for a first film, it is remarkable how good this movie is. I I'll give it that. Yeah. I don't I just The first film with a budget less than $400,000. Like Yeah. Yeah. 
uh, the, yeah, 375000 which I don't know how much that would be in nowadays money. Let's yeah. see. He does do some fun stuff with camera angles and, like, the close-ups and that parallel scene of them, you know, looking back and forth. And, um, but I, I have to disagree with you about the lighting. The lighting, especially in the cellar, because I was like, oh, they need a flashlight. They need this. And then they showed the light bulbs like the naked light bulbs like a basement would have and i'm like if the lights are on why do you okay sure all right and it just it didn't mm, i don't know but i i did like the the panoramic view of the basement that started to uh ash's left and went all the way around and then came back to ash from his right side so it was a total 360 when he went down to the cellar but the lighting bothered me and you're like it's so natural and i'm like it annoyed me <laughs> like three hundred and seventy-five thousand in 81 money would be uh 1.1 million if you oh, give me 1.1 million i would not make a movie <laughs> that looked this good <laughs> even in even with today's technology i would not make a movie that looked as good as this one does yeah you you never hear of movies with a million dollar budget yeah. anymore like it's always Two, three, mm-hmm. hundred million. <laughs> two hundred million dollars. I remember the first time a movie hit two hundred million dollar budget and everybody was like, <gasps> and now it's pretty normal. What movie was it? I think, if I remember right, it was uh, Waterworld with Kevin Costner. Yeah, that movie should not have been that much. Oh, dude, that movie cost so much money. It was so Yeah, hard but to it make. didn't make that much. Oh, yeah, it was a huge bomb. It was a huge bomb. <laughs> uh, but yeah, nowadays, the Marvel. Yeah. Those are all. There are movie stars that make more than this movie, like per movie, that mm-hmm. make more than this movie was made for. So, menu. Uh, I didn't really pay attention to what they were eating. Yeah, I didn't either. Uh, Normally, we have like a. They they did make like a margarita, like oh, yeah, a yeah, red uh, margarita type of thing, a blended it could drink. Be like a strawberry margarita or yeah, a daiquiri. daiquiri. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was like blood red. Mm-hmm. Um, usually we have like we watched this one and immediately had to record since we're busy this weekend. Mm-hmm. And usually we have at least a little time to think about it. Yeah. Not that we always do. If you've listened to the podcast, <laughs> you know we don't put that much thought into the menus now. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know. Um, oatmeal. Oh God, grits, grits. Grit. Uh, all right, so come time to rate the movie. Yes. What kind of scale do we want to rate the movie on? One to ten. Deadites? Nah. One to ten, no chainsaw arms. <laughs> One to ten weird magnifying glass ba- uh, necklaces? Let's do that. Cause I, it's I so really, strange. It's, I, I don't it, hate it. It's a pretty necklace. I would like one. It, it feels it, like there should be a backstory to it. Yeah, yeah. It, it feels so significant, but yet the significance hasn't been explained. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Maybe they paid per letter, and that's why there wasn't much dialogue, because their budget was very, like, skint. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it feels more significant than it is. <laughs> I feel so. Yeah. Yes, let's do that. All right. Um, this movie uh is a very strong movie. This is a seven uh magnifying glass necklaces things. 
Uh, for me, uh, this one is not a perfect movie. I think, like I said, it's been a while since I watched the second one, but the second one is better. It's a lot more fun. Uh, this one, though, is such a strong opening movie. It's insane. Um, so yeah, pretty strong seven. You? I will have to go. Hmm. I'm gonna go with a four ish. A four ish. Yeah, like I'm. I'm bouncing back and. Fourth between a three and a four. You gave Interview with a Vampire a four. I would rather watch Interview. And you gave Blade Two and the Unkindness of Ravens a three. Yeah, it's a three for me. It's a three. <laughs> Damn it! I I'm made s- you go down. On I'm it. so sorry. Go oh, down. Okay, <laughs> for raising, sir. For raising. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna give it a three. I just I don't like gore, mm-hmm. and I love Raimi's. Spider-Man. I still haven't watched the Oz movie that Raimi did, mm-hmm. which I need to get around to. It's probably on Disney or something, so I guess that's it for The Evil Dead. If you enjoyed the episode, uh, check us out on Twitter. At Murder She Don't One. TikTok and Instagram. At Murder She Don't. And join us next week when we're going to watch what? We haven't decided yet. Oh, I've decided. Okay. You've decided. <laughs> so for the entire month of February... Because it's love month. Uh, You brought up that we should revisit Dracula with the score. Mm -hmm. And I'm not against that. Um, However, there's another vampire romance franchise that will fill up the entire (laughs) month of February. Now, I'm not here to to say that they're good. Mm -hmm. um, Even though I watched the first two movies unironically. Um, But I have not watched any of the movies past that point. And I, yeah, um, I read all the books. We are talking about the Twilight franchise. And I read all the books and Stephanie Meyer, oh, darling, when you start using the same cliches a few pages apart, that's when your readers decide you're not a very good writer. But, you know, you can take your millions and wipe away your tears with them, I guess. I... Yes, we're we're doing it. We're going to mm. watch the Twilight <laughs> movies. I'm going to subject you to them. Sir, I have, like, how many yeah. years have we been doing the podcast? Two? We've almost been doing two. It for two. Almost, not quite two. Okay, but it feels like forever because each week it's a new fresh horror for me. And it's, like, literal horror for me because it's torture. So now, oh, how the turntables. And we're going to watch... All the Twilight. We're probably going to to stack some of them because there's four books, but five movies. Are there really five of them? Shit. Yeah. And there's, you know, February is a short month. So we're probably going to have to to stack the last. But see, that's, that's, I don't want to stack the last two. Maybe we'll watch the first two movies that I've already watched together. March 1st is a Tuesday when the episodes come out. So, okay. you know, I'm fine with that. You're like, I don't want to watch two a week. <laughs> Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> I don't want to watch these at all, but, you know, like, I've already watched the first two. You did make me watch the first two. When... No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. Yes, you did. I went to the movies to see the second one with you. With well, the second I one, yes. I paid money to see that movie. Yes, you did. The first one I watched with our niece. When he does the weird flippy up into her window and, and it's like, hey. hey. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I guess we're going to fucking watch Twilight. Yes, we are. <laughs> I'm so excited. So come back next week while. Why are you so mad? I do this every week. I do this every week. And until then, remember join us. Join us. Join us.
Join us next week for Twilight. <laughs>